Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 137 of Career Podcast. Our today's guest is Mr. Ahmed Waid Al Bastaki. He's a concept artist working at Paradox Interactive Studio from Stockholm, Sweden. Now, uh, some of you might notice something in his name, Al Bastaki. It sounds like a familiar city in Iran. Yeah, that's actually a really uh, small town, rural area in the Hormozgan province in the south of Iran. So, yeah, he's originally from there. One of the because a lot of Arabs live in the south of Iran as well. Like you know, in terms of you know different tribes and, you know, families and all of that. So it's kind of interesting. We actually got a technically Iranian guest, but it's actually an Arab, but he's living in Stockholm. How funny is that? All right. <laughs> and all right, let's jump into the first question, which I ask everyone. Give us a little introduction on how we got into board of visual arts and design and everything. Sorry, my, I started there. All right. Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, yeah, um, I started with my art journey in, it was يعني, 30 years ago. Um, when I started when I was two, um, my mom gave me a pen and she saw that I had, you know, the, the artistic uh, nature. Uh, so she used to draw stuff for me. Uh, my dad was studying in the UK and she used to draw a train and she would give me the pen and I would uh, redraw what she did, you know? So she saw that I had the talent for it. And she, then she went and made stuff harder and harder. And she saw that I also could imitate it very well. Um, so that's my initial start with art. Uh, as I grew older, honestly, I had a loving and hating relationship with art. I, I didn't find art uh, me personally, not the other people around. Me personally, I didn't find the arts to be something that is very cool. So I was more into sports, into, you know, and when I grew older, I went into fighting, bodybuilding. Um, art was always there on the side. And it's until maybe when I met my friend at around 20, his name is Mahmoud Shargawi. When I met Mahmoud, I saw that he was a very cool uh, graffiti artist. He used to travel everywhere. Um, like they used to call him to uh, to Germany, to to KSA. Uh, they used to pay for you know for his hotel and everything. So when I saw him, I thought, yeah, that's something that I might you know want to be like. Um, and then from twenty, I I got my first gig in concept art, uh, in Empire Studios. Uh, and oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, no worries, no worries. Take your time. Okay, okay. I, I just wanted to because I thought it was very quiet. I wanted to make sure. No, 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 no. Was... I, I, no, no. Yeah, I sometimes like you know, look like a robot because I don't move at all like this. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> to make sure everything was okay. <laughs> yeah, <it's fine. laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right. Yeah. You can edit stuff, right? No, it's fine. Like, see, that's the that's the fun thing about podcasts. It's raw. It's not perfect. It's like you know, yeah, it's fine. Things like that happen. I want to actually okay. keep it there. It's kind of funny. All right, go on. All right, I wanted to make sure. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Dude. It's fine. All right. Then at at twenty four, I started. Um, I got a gig from uh, the first gaming company in, in Bahrain. It's called Empire Studios. Uh, they called me and they wanted a concept artist. So I was, honestly, I was lucky because I, I, I knew nothing about concept arts. And here at 24, I got a job. And after that, I got hooked immediately. 
Um, I also have to mention that I was working as a full-time engineer the whole time, yani, uh, from 20 till maybe 26, 27. And at 27, um, I decided that I wanted, yani, I, I have to mention that the, the concept art role with Empire Studios lasted for one year only. And then I went back to engineering again, but I, I, you know, the fire was ignited. I wanted to really pursue art. So at 27, I decided to, to finish my master's degree in Tisad University. And after uh, my master's degree, um, I, I, I applied to a lot of studios and I got accepted in two out of maybe 32 studios. And uh, the number one, uh, one of them was Game Lofts, and the second one was Paradox. And my wife told me we should go to Paradox because I think it's the, it's the, it's the harder option of both. So I went with Paradox. And yeah, that, now I'm in Paradox um, for a total of three years now. So yeah, going, yeah, going, enjoying it and learning a lot being a paradox yeah that that's actually such a good story like this is what i like about the like the podcast i'm doing because i'm not focusing necessarily on skills i'm focusing on stories and i think like other artists also listening you know different stories that's as much as important as listening to art advice and tips like you know what i mean but here's what i want to ask you is that you said you were doing you were working as an engineer and i was wondering what type of engineering by the way uh, civil engineering surveying. Oh, and uh, <laughs> for someone who doesn't like it, of course, um, but for people exactly. who love it, it's probably passion. You know, it's a good job. Yeah, yeah uh, for an artist, not very fun. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. So uh, the main thing I want to ask. You said that at 27, you decided to work on your art and, you know, make a portfolio, then go to, um, what's the name of the studio? Sorry, I forgot. Uh, Paradox. Oh, but yeah, Paradox Studio. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so during the time when you decided to do that, your art, your you used to draw since you were a kid, as you said. You know, you had a, mm -hmm. you had a gift for it, but during you, you were probably doing it as a hobby. So, do you, were you pursuing it as a professional hobby? So the switch was super easy to become professional, or you had to relearn a lot of stuff and do a lot of do a lot of your homework again in terms of art. Like, how was it for you? The that transition. Um. It's it's never linear, you know. Um, we as artists, yeah, it does. It's not that. Uh, it's you cannot hide it. We are a bit hard on ourselves. Uh, we always think that we we are not improving. Everybody is better. We compare. I know everybody says don't do that, but it's very tough. I don't think any living human doesn't compare. It's very very tough, and yeah, maybe impossible not to compare. Uh, it's nice. Uh, yeah, nice as a quote in Instagram, but everybody, you know, does it. Um, the, the the journey in art, um, it was never linear. Yani, uh, sometimes I look at my work in 2015 and I see it, it's not that, you know, that not that good. When I look at stuff from 2010, I feel, oh my God, that's really good. And then 2017, very high. Then, yeah, it depends on the mindset. Why did I do the piece? Is it a sketch? Is it uh, I wanted to do my absolute best in it? Uh, was I trying to learn something new? Was I trying a new medium? 
So it's never, you know, um, consistent, never linear. Even now, yeah, sometimes I look at stuff I did two years back, I feel like, am I improving? Or, uh, but it's, it's always about uh, the bigger picture when you zoom out. Are you really improving? Are you really putting in the time? Uh, are you nitpicking something, a small niche, and trying to put the efforts uh, to, to learning? And then when you zoom out, and the, the, it's, it's very like this, very much like this. But if you zoom out, if, if the trajectory is up, then I think you're doing well. And you shouldn't focus on it uh, by, by a monthly or a weekly or, or a daily. That's, that's only going to, and you're only going to suffer if you focus on the daily improvement or the monthly. You should do the work daily, but not focus on the results. The results should be always zoom out. Always, always. Yeah, sometimes it can be a year of like nothing is happening. Then you you get a task and and all of a sudden you everything flowers, blossoms all together. It's not because of this task, it's because of this whole year of not showing any progress and you think you're not doing anything, but you're always like putting seeds, I feel, in arts. At least that's for me. Uh, some people I see them improve. <laughs> at a very crazy rate but but for me i think i really need to to sometimes i feel like bury myself and do the groundwork put water on top and then look for the fruits not always focus on the fruits if i focus on the fruits that's where uh, you know you don't feel very good about yourself yeah exactly and um here's the thing i want to ask you is i mean of course you kind of answered the you kind of answered my question here that I'm going to ask, but before even entering like engineering and studying engineering at university, were, were there any doubts that you wanted to become an artist or you choose engineering over the fact that, oh, I need a stable job and I can pursue this as a hobby? Was that like that for you? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, engineering was never a passion of mine. Um, it was something, Yanni, uh, you know, man, when people ask uh, at, at school, like when they ask the question, um, what do you want to become when you, Yanni, when you graduate? Where do you want to study? I always felt that uh, I really never knew what I wanted, you know? Um, and I felt kind of jealous of people who knew where they wanted to go. Uh, for me, it, it was always a struggle. So I went with the option of, uh, you know, I was graduating uh, with high classes in my class. So they told me, yani my father had, uh, he, he, he said there's a scholarship uh, in his work in engineering. And honestly, my marks were very high. So it wasn't like my father hooked me up. My marks, they, they were good enough to go to even to medical school. Um, so... I went to, to that because I had a scholarship to UK. So I said, yeah, of course. I really don't know. Uh, yani, I, you know, I, I hate the traditional sense of art where you do work and put it in exhibitions. That's, that wasn't what I liked. I liked stuff similar to Disney and, and, uh, and anime shows and cartoons. But I didn't know that there was an opportunity to work on those kind of things. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, I went to engineering, and um, that's the only option. I started to get a salary as, as a younger kid, so that, that was okay. And I was getting salary at 18, 19, 20. 
Um, so money was wasn't an issue when I was a kid. I always had some kind of money to to to, and I honestly, man, I used um, art to get very very good marks at engineering. Um, I used to draw at uh, I I used to draw using paint. Okay. Um, so I, I wasn't familiar with Photoshop back then. I was using paint and uh, I was uh, creating art for the courses in, uh, in the university. And sometimes even when we have a presentation, uh, I used to draw the teacher and uh, to have his face in front of the presentation. So the whole class would 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 yeah, they would laugh, you know. Um, so I would feel good when I yeah <laughs> when I start doing the presentation. So to break the ice, you know, and uh, yeah, so art was always with me, yani the whole way, uh, and it helped me to get very, very good marks. And when I was at school, uh, my my colleagues at at the university, uh, they were telling me, yani what are you doing uh, in engineering? You know, yani you should you should be doing fine art. Yani you're an artist, you should be doing that. There's much more money in art. I've I kept hearing this a lot, man. Yeah, there is a lot more money in art. Um, so yeah, and when you go to art, you don't see that there is a lot of money. But but everybody say, thinks that everybody's going to be Leonardo da Vinci or something, and you sell a piece for millions. So money wasn't always, and it was never um, the reason for me to pursue anything. Um, and I, I I loved art. For the sole reason, and I, I loved art by itself. I didn't really went there by money. Um, I, I, I think I am more of a legacy person than a, and than a currency. You know, I, I really love uh, the long living after you go away, also, and you still have your artwork. And is it doable? I'm not sure, but I like to believe so. Um, yeah, so that's the reason. All right. And um, by the way, just I was wondering about something when you kept uh, uh, like talking, answering my question. Uh, you keep saying, yeah, any like it, we have it in Farsi as well, by the way. Like it means like it means it means like I, I know for English. Listeners, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say, yeah, a lot. Means, you know, man. Literally, it means. Yeah. Yeah, and this means. It means, yeah. Yeah. Yes, we yes, use it the yes. same as Farsi, yeah, the same way, like, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of interesting. And um, well, I want to ask you a little bit of more specific question. Um, what is your main branch of design that you're focusing on? I mean, of course, I already mentioned that you're a concept artist, but I, we want to hear a little bit more in depth. What is your main branch of design that you're focusing on? And tell us about your experience from the start of it until now. All right. Um, when I started with, uh, when I was younger, I was mostly focusing on characters. Um, so it was mostly character arts. And when I went to Empire Studios, the first uh, experience, here is where I got exposed to doing stuff other than characters. So I was the only concept artist there. And uh, I had to create um, the characters, the environments, the props, uh, the the NPCs, the uh, so basically everything related to art. Um, that is where I, I started to know my weaknesses. And uh, it's not only about your gifts. 
uh, you really need to to go back to the foundations and try to learn um Yani what goes behind the foundation of arts, uh, not only relying on your talent or, or you know. Uh, so basically, um, I, I, I especially knew my weaknesses when I had to do a piece. Uh, and that piece uh, had perspective in it. And I remember asking a colleague of mine, uh, his name was Denny. Uh, weird enough, he is he was uh, he is uh, Swedish. You see how life works. Uh, I asked him, Denny, he was an animator. Uh, I asked him, Denny, how, how, where, where should I place the horizon line? And he told me, I'm not sure, but I think you should place it somewhere here in this piece. So I was, I didn't know that were, there were foundations and you can learn those kind of stuff. So I really think if I didn't went, if, 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 Yani when people ask me, how did you come to concept art? I was like, wallahi, I think in some weird way, yani God wanted me to go there because this opportunity and a lot of doors opened and a lot of stuff was being revealed to me through this experience with Empire. So I didn't know what, yani what I was missing um, until I was there. And... Um, he also showed me a lot of artists. Like when I was working, he used to call me, Ahmed, come, come take a look. I go to his desk and he shows me some artists, uh, uh, Swedish artists. I don't remember their names. But honestly, none of them uh, ticked with me, you know, until he showed me Feng Zhu. And when I saw Feng Zhu, I was like, yes, please, please, more of this guy. And, uh, and, yeah, when I saw Feng Zhu, I, I really, yani, it ignited something else in me. And uh, I kept watching his videos online and wanted to go to his, to his school to keep improving. And I also did the, the interview in 2015 to go to FCD. Uh, but for some reasons, I couldn't go there, uh, work-related, money-related. But I, I did the interview, I passed, and they were... I was ready to go, but but as I told you, I didn't go. And after that, after the Empire experience, which was one year, and I was working part-time, uh, I continued watching FZD videos. I continued improving, uh, yani working on my own, practicing, going back to the drawing board, focusing on um, yani the basics, the foundation, drawing uh, perspective stuff, uh, focusing on anatomy, designing, uh, watching. Basically, I think I watched uh, yani, most of uh, Feng Zhu videos. Um, yeah, so uh, from that, then I decided, at, as I told you, 2017, uh, to go to Teesside University, which was much less money. I decided uh, to go to Teesside for a very big major reason. Uh, the reason was because first of all, it will give you a master degree. And I wasn't planning honestly to work in the industry. Um, my main focus was to, to get a master's degree to teach at University of Bahrain. So I wasn't willing to, to work in any company or anything. It really happened, yeah, if, as you hear my story, I never had a goal to go anywhere. I just wanted, you know, to, to be good at art and to just change my engineering 
I didn't want to do engineering. I wanted to do anything related to art. I didn't have big goals. Just working in art was a very big goal for me. And it's only as you do it, then doors open and you get more suggestions. And then when I, that's when I decided, okay, let's let's you know let's go further uh, instead of any. Uh, and just uh, settling for teaching there. Uh, so it's, 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 it's uh, in the latest uh, term, terms where my wife told me, why don't you apply? Um, yeah, why don't you apply? And, and yani, let's try our luck, yani, apply for studios. And that's when I, uh, and I, I just want to say that I, I yani, alhamdulillah, I graduated, I think the top in, in school. Uh, and T side, but I only say that just for people to know that that is not enough uh, to be accepted in any studio. Yani, okay, I'm the f- the best in class, and I'm the best am- among yani, you know amateurs because all of us are amateurs. None of us is a pro, and it's a very, 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 very different game when you play in the amateur league and when you go to the pro league. In the pro league, it's and it's very the standard is very 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 high and uh, you can be talented you can be the best among your small group when you go to the professional you are a very normal uh, usually يعني. so you have to keep pushing and you have to keep in mind and i uh, i think and what saved me is uh, the very very early start in art and i started at two and it's it's helped me to leave art for years and get back to it. Like a lot of people, they start maybe at five or at eleven or at fourteen. Some start at nineteen, and then they can get pros. But what helped me that that I had a very uh, not focused path is I think my early starts. And some people say you studied as engineer and you were into bodybuilding. Like how how all of this and your your level is good now, I was like because maybe of my very early starts, um, I think it helped me to to you know and and the good thing is right now I, I still feel very hungry like I don't feel satisfied, I really want to work with better studios, and to keep improving so, so yeah n- never feel bad about. <laughs> If you didn't start in the perfect country uh, with the perfect school, uh, never feel bad about that because you can use anything to your advantage, you know? And that's actually, I think, in my opinion, it's not necessarily because of your early earlier stages of life that you could, you know, manage that transition. I think it's personally the mix of these two main things, work ethic and open-mindedness. And also the third one, which is like a bonus, but it's super important, you... Some people learn this without knowing they're learning. What I'm talking about is the skill of learning skills. Because learning is a skill in itself. And if you haven't learned enough stuff, you can't, of course, I mean, you're going to have a harder time learning a new thing, you know? And there's going to be a lower chance of, you know, being open-minded about learning or being good at something because you don't have, you haven't built that confidence yet. Hmm. And I think that's the reason you're actually managed to, you know, do that very perfectly. And can I also ask you about like that, this wall of Pokemons, I think, or are, are those the original Pokemons on your ball? Yeah, it's the first 150. <laughs> yeah, I was, I actually, I saw like, you know, a lot of inspirations from late 80s, early 90s anime, I think, from on your page as well. Um, 
and also like I never could quite understand like I I mean of course it's because of the upbringing and it's a cultural thing but like maybe if I when I was a kid I had the Game Boy with Pokemon and I would have loved Pokemon but now that I'm that I'm growing up I I never experienced that so I'm kind of like I know how it how it works and the whole deal about it yeah but yeah I mean yeah it's there's a reason it's super popular because yeah I mean it's a whole the nostalgia right yeah yeah and the yeah. same with mario same with a lot of you know franchises like for example i grew up with for example sonic like when i was a kid with the sega genesis i mean of course i have a nostalgia for that so i can understand but i want to ask you this what kind of like you know when you were a kid did in your opinion do you think those animes and video games really helped to you know guide you towards you know actually finding out that you want to become an artist uh yeah man of course yeah, and he... Uh, yani I always say, like, if you have an artistic eye, maybe even if you don't have an artistic eye, um, yani appreciating very good work is universal. Yani you don't have to be an artist to know that a Disney movie is very well done, okay? And maybe you see a very cheap uh, local art show done, and you know that this is not the best, you know? Even as a kid, you can... differentiate um so yeah uh, just a love for maybe the best word to use is a love for excellence yani i love excellence yani when i saw disney uh, when i saw those games as i told you uh, very similar man very similar foundation yani we also played uh, sega with my cousins uh, yani at uh, nana house you know nana is nani yani Uh, an Iranian also we say and Nana we say that actually Nana yeah yeah Nana uh, so yeah we used to go to Nana house and we play with uh, all the cousins they used to bring uh, the Sega and you know family game and then PlayStation so of course those you know and as I told you the Disney movies the, the anime shows they all have a very good foundation to build you as a character and sometimes even I, i used to tell that to my friends like sometimes uh, when you need a role model in in, in somewhere uh, sometimes the anime character can be a better role model than any real person you see yani what would the hero do in the situation uh, what what are the decisions that he would have taken Um, so yeah, I think it, it has a very, very profound, even, even until today, man, storytelling is one of the most powerful things uh, that changes the trajectory of civilization and stories are very, very powerful. Um, so yeah, the, the link between stories and the art is what drew us all to, to all of that, you know? Yeah, I mean, and uh, actually, I was thinking about this a while back on my way to my classes, actually. Um, video games are amazing tools for, you know, character development in kids. That's something that I've experienced myself, you know, as someone who used to be in, to super into video games and all that stuff, you know, as a kid, you know, as young as I could remember. And honestly, like, you know, um, this, as you said, the storytelling in the games, the characters, everything, it, like, taught me a lot about, like, human behavior and life in general and believing myself and working on myself and, you know, seeing the result. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but, I mean, not not just in video games, like, even in movies and, I, like, my favorite cartoons and characters as well. Like, it kind of gives you this protagonist, like, you know, uh, complex, but in a good way, you know? 
yeah. not, not in an egotistical kind of way. No, no, yani, but yani, you have to think of yourself as the protagonist of your own life, right? To, to take the responsibility and to, to take the right decisions when it's needed. And to carry yourself again when you fail, you know? Because uh, yani, we all fail. We, all, we, we will never be perfect. So yeah, having a protagonist as... A, and, and, and you cannot relate to a protagonist who doesn't have issues... Who doesn't face problems you know <laughs> a perfect protagonist is so boring and so yeah yeah i mean i think that's what that's also kind of true that's why a lot of people gravitate towards like and anti-heroes rather than like you know those pure positive you know protagonists you know yeah yeah the, yeah, the, the protagonist fights you know with himself sometimes you know so you yeah have, exactly. you have, yeah yeah so i totally agree like for example one one example that popped into my right right now is avatar ang like you know his whole development as a character in the show as well avatar the last Airbender. and by the way i recommend everyone to check it out it's an amazing uh, anime and just series in general in terms of a story acting, everything i'm, I'm gonna stop right just go watch it okay <laughs> and yeah i mean you're totally right about that like even in like one of my favorite franchises as a kid was prince of persia and even during the like the whole the development of the story he the prince like overcomes a lot of his like personal demons has to fight with it literally like yeah i mean without spoiling anything which i didn't actually no 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 not i think no i didn't but that's the whole just yeah just go play that as well and yeah do you have any memories of you know games or any examples like that right now any memories of what like you know this type of protagonist or anything that comes to your mind uh You know, um, for me to play football, uh, I used to watch an anime called Shoot. And uh, the hero was the reason for me to get into playing football. So I started playing football at at not a very young age, at around um, 10 or 11 years old. And and, uh, imagine the reason for that is, uh, is an anime show, you know. So trying to follow the heroes in there. And this is how profound and how powerful a story and a hero can be, you know? It can take you uh, to a totally different trajectory. And I never played football until 10 or 11 years old. And because of an enemy, I wanted to play. And and by the by the by the by half of the semester, I used to be the cap the, the first captain in the class. Out of nowhere, I didn't used to play, and then I'm a captain. Yani, the captain, which means you are yani, yeah, the best in class, you know? So, yeah, it all started because of a fictional character that doesn't, that doesn't exist. But to me, I when I used to run, when I used to dribble, I was thinking about this character. What would he do in this? Even, even when I was into, in, yani, in the gym and training very hard, uh, trying to to compete in natural bodybuilding. Uh, I also used to think about those fictional characters sometimes, like what would Takamura do? Takamura from Hijami no Ippo. Uh, what would Takamura do? Uh, would he quit here? Would he give up because of pain? Or would he go through it? So yeah, it's, it's very, very powerful. And even heroes in real life, like real champions, uh, what would Hari Chupan from Iran, <laughs> Hari Chupan, uh, Mr. Olympia, uh, very, yani, top three Mr. Olympia. Uh, 
yeah, what would he do in this situation? So yeah, you see what I mean? And even in art, what would Feng Zhu do? What would uh, yani the top artists do? What what does it take to reach this level? Would I quit here or would I push, yani persevere? And I know this sounds at today's day and age because it's so saturated and so overused. The motivational speed, anything is so halas and we don't want it anymore. But sometimes you have to plug and stay away from that because sometimes it can be, sorry for the word, any crappy. You listen to it a lot and it doesn't have any value. And you feel like they are trying to sell you something. It's not real. It's not authentic. It's not from real experience, but uh, yeah, I don't think anybody uh, yani, wouldn't benefit from a bit of motivation here and and now and then, you know. Yani, nowadays, I, I listen to Cristiano Ronaldo. I listen to Messi. Yani, they are a very different field, but I try to always look at all the fields and gather. Even back two years, I, I used to listen to Habib Nurmagomedov uh, from UFC, you know? Like, what can I learn from Habib also? Uh, what would Habib do? What would... So, yeah, because what we do is... is it's, it might look easy. We are only sitting and rowing. But the whole battle is in our heads, yani. Uh, why, why would I continue doing that? Why don't you do something else? Your mind wouldn't let you alone. Um, and if you do it day in, day out, you really have to find ways... Uh, yani what I see help me um, eating well, drinking water. Sometimes you forget to drink because you're working the whole time. <laughs> um, meditation, praying. I'm a Muslim. I believe in praying. Meditation, cold showers, uh, listening to good audiobooks while working, um, writing down your goals. Uh, all of that feeds into your art. You're a complete human being. You cannot separate uh, how you feel from your work. Uh, you try as a professional, you show up every day the best you can, but I don't think you can yani, completely, you know, put these things off. Yani, you And you really, with age, what I'm trying to learn is the importance of rest. Uh, okay, if, if you sleep five hours or six hours, try to... to 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 yani to sleep eight or nine in the weekend yani uh, try to take a break one hour two hours do nothing yani it's okay once you feel overwhelmed and you feel like that's just too much for me to handle a lot of client work yani you it feels like a never ending um, well you know you put your hand and you, there's no end. Yeah, even at your level there is a level behind. At the next level there is a level behind. The, f- the best artists in the world, they feel exactly the same way also. Exactly. The, the younger artists, they don't believe that. They think that, and sometimes when I speak to, to students, uh, they think that I got it, everything, and everything is okay. You get it figured out. <laughs> but even me, I struggle, you know. Uh, even the artists that I look, that me, I look up to them, they also struggle. Uh, so if you think of, of it this way, and there's no reaching, no end points. You just have to learn ways to do to adapt. Some days are very good. They are very easy. Everything works. You get very good news. Those are very good. Some days are, you know, a bit harder. And yeah, you just have to embrace everything, you know? 
you know that meme where this i don't know i think he's a famous football coach i don't, I don't really follow sports there's the, he goes like this sometimes it's like oh sometimes it's a sheet you know that meme <laughs> that's very true very yeah. true and you have to embrace you know both yeah. and uh, wait you said something during your speeches i want to actually uh, say something about it uh i kind of forgot yeah never mind I'll, if i remember i'll tell you but all right <laughs> The next question is, what was the first R job paycheck you ever got and what was it for? And how did you feel at the time when you got it? Basically, the first ever salary you got or paycheck you got out of doing art. Uh, as I told you, man, uh, yani I was a bit lucky when I was young. Um, yani to be born in Bahrain, where maybe the art level is not, of course, it's not similar to to the UK or the US, you know, or, or Japan or the, the big countries. The art level is much less. So I was lucky in that way because I used to get very good opportunities. Um, I, I used to go to the mall, shopping mall, to put, and I used to put a table. I was, I think, 13. And when I was 13, I used to look like I was eight for some reason i used to yeah to well to, i i uh, i used uh, yeah people thought that i was yeah, much younger than than how i looked uh, sorry i looked i looked much younger than my age so yeah i used to go there i used to draw portraits of people who came and i used to get around and one day i i i think in two hours wallah al-azim, i got in one day one of the days for two hours I got around 240 US dollars in two hours. Imagine I was 13 years old. I used to draw people, I was fast, and you know, the drawings were not that very good. But because I looked very young, I looked like I was eight, everybody used to come. And they, yani sometimes girls who I think they were my age, but they thought I was a kid. So they used to, oh, you coach, coach. I was like, I'm not Coach Coach, I am your age, you know? <laughs> so Coach Coach, I'm very cute. And I, I'm not cute. I'm, I am just short and I don't look, you know? I, yeah, I was a very That's late. awesome. But, yeah, it is awesome. But you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I used to get yeah, very good money. And, but I used to be bored very easily. So this was my issue. I, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't... Um, stick to it when I was young. I used to always want to change. And sometimes I would I would get a job offer in the summer to work somewhere. And I used to go there three, four days and I just can't, man. I just get so bored very easily. I want to go back, play video games, uh, and hang out with my friends, football. I don't I didn't like um Yanni being um I was a kid man. Uh, some kids they can do it, but I couldn't. You know, I, I I don't want to work. Even if there is money, I don't want to work. Uh, and I, I, you know, with growing older, obviously those things, yeah, kind of solve themselves out. Yani, um, yeah, I, I forgot the question, but I think I answered. Yeah, you did actually. I asked, you know, what was the first art art job paycheck you ever got, and them all, you know, thank you so much. And well, speaking of like, you know, some artists you mentioned, like Feng Zhu, like for example, Feng Zhu, Feng Zhu, sorry if I missed yeah, Feng Zhu. Um, I was wondering, are there any other artists who really inspire you, like, or designers and artists, like who are they? Um, 
right now I'm studying, uh, uh, I'm very bad with names. I have to tell you, you told me your name. I'm very sorry. I, I, I forget your name. No, no worries. No worries. It's, my, it's Ramtin. What's your name? Ramtin. Martin? Ramtin. Ramtin. Yeah. I'm very sorry. I want no to worries. tell you. <laughs> so yeah, Ramtin. Um, I, I'm very bad with names. I, I think I can improve it by not telling myself that I'm bad at names, but I think I am right now. So I really don't do, don't know the names. I have a list of artists that I put their artwork in, in, in a collection. And whenever I have the time, I start to study their work. Uh, this year, I'm focusing on uh, even Aman, I'm not sure of his last name, but he is very well known. I think he's Norwegian. Uh, he does a lot of fantasy stuff. Uh, I, I really love his work. I'm trying to study his work this year. I also have a lot of Riot and Blizzard uh, artists that I'm studying this year. Um, yeah, I got this advice from my art lead, Peter uh, Peter Land, Land. He's Norwegian also. He told me, you can learn anything, Ahmed, if you just focus a bit. And he, when I look at your work, you do everything and you don't do anything very, very, very good. You do everything at a very good level, but nothing is very, 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 very good. So just if you focus a bit at one or two things per year, maybe you can reach a very good level at those specific things. So I really like that he did that, talked with me, like Ahmed, just focus. And this year, I I call it the year of focus. I'm still doing a lot, but everything is under a big umbrella of of stylized. Like at the at the morning, I do realistic at work. At night, I do stylized, whether it's client work or personal studies. So because I really think they feed each other. Once your realistic improves, your stylized improves a lot. Once your stylized is improved, you can add more loving and beautiful parts to your, to, your, to your realistic so your shapes get better and your so I think they feed each other if this improves this improves so yeah with year, with years I think uh, both will improve and and yeah you reach a very good level yeah and well what are you working on right now that you can tell us about I mean what kind of project is it I mean of course if there's NDA is involved we can skip right past this question but if that's not the case what are you doing right now uh, right now at work, I'm doing um, I'm, I'm doing very nice. Uh, I have a very good, a great task that I really asked for. Um, for our for I the game I'm working on is called uh, CK Three Crusader Kings Three. It is a medieval game. Um, right now, I'm working on illustrations, which I'm very very happy to do. Uh, finally, man, I used to ask for illustrations years, yeah, two years back. They didn't give us. So I used uh, 2021 last year to learn 3D workflow, to implement Blender with 2D. So I'm very, very glad I did the investment. And when I asked my lead, Peter, Peter, please, can we do the, the illustration work? Please, man, please. He told me, Ahmed, I don't think you guys are ready. I told him, maybe we are not ready now, Peter, but I think with your feedback, we can do anything because you give the feedback to the outsourcing artists. So why don't you put the 
the same effort with us, me and Alessandro, and we can, you know, get to the level that we need to get to. And he said, yeah. And this was eight months ago at uh, June. And we started and my work was very crappy in 3D and slowly, 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 slowly. And now one of our teammates, his name is Yoon. He said, Ahmed, I think one of your illustrations that you did is the best illustration of the whole game. He said that. Uh, sorry, I can't show you the illustrations now, but um, you know, the, the release of, of one of the patches is going to be three days from today, uh, 8th of February for one of the releases, Royal Courts uh, for CK3. We worked on that also. So I was very, very happy when he said that. And I was thinking, and you know, most of the time that I really wanted um I really wanted to be one of the best. And I really wanted, and, and by the way, I just want to tell you, and he meant the illustrations because we have, uh, we have uh, uh, the, the loading screen. He didn't be loading screen. Loading screen are done by Craig Mullins for CK3. Craig Mullins, I, I'm, I don't think, I don't think there is anybody that doesn't know Craig Mullins. Yeah. So Craig Mullins. Father. He's the godfather of, of digital art. So yeah, the, 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 the illustrations for the for the for the loading screens were made by Craig Mullins. He meant the a different kind of illustrations where you they show the background and the characters in front. So it's something different. I just want to state that I'm not comparing myself to the master man. <laughs> I, I'm just a kid compared to him. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's what that's what he meant, you know. Yeah, and. Well, excuse me, I might, I'm going to cough right now. All right, good thing, good thing there's a mute button there. <laughs> and yeah, I think the first works of Craig Mollis I saw was his work in landscape and concept art for Fallout 3, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for me personally, I think that that's was, that was one of the first instances of like concept art that kind of inspired those. <laughs> works for Gears of War. I mean, I don't think he did works for Gears of War, but I'm just saying in general. Uh, concept art for Gears of War, Prince of Persia, and also Fallout definitely, like, you know, inspired me a lot back in those days when I was just a wee little lad. <laughs> and, yeah. All right. So um, we've reached the final question of the podcast, which is called Final Words. Final section, question, whatever you want to call it. It's called Final Words. All right. I'm going to explain what it is. <laughs> Imagine in a limited amount of time you had the opportunity to say a message, a thing, or many things, a piece of advice or pieces of advice, you know, however you wish, to anyone who's listening to this podcast in at any point in the future, whether it be days, weeks, months, years, decades, who knows. And in that opportunity, what would you just say? Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, the question was advice for anyone? Yes. Uh, at any age? That doesn't matter anything. Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, advice is uh, maybe... It wouldn't be easy to find uh, the goal that you... Uh, it wouldn't be easy to find what you really want to, to do in life. Um, it's, you might learn it very early. You might 
you might still uh, yani crumble along the way you don't know what do you want specifically um but if you keep looking if you um if you really want something bad enough that you keep thinking about uh, that that's yani although everyone uh, maybe everything tells you that you shouldn't go but deep down you really feel like you want that more than anything uh, you are one of the lucky few who know who knows what 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 their mission in life is um and it doesn't have to be static yani your mission can can be dynamic yani you want something and you improve it with time um but if you found what you really want i would say yani sometimes it's it can be scary sometimes it can be tough it can be hard uh i would say go for it and do whatever you can um yani i always tell myself that uh, if if not you then who uh, you know if not now then when yani those kind of stuff you have to continually yani <laughs> yani you have to continually uh, try to motivate yourself and do it when it's tough you know and and uh, there's a saying from one of the people who i really respect a lot uh, his name is david goggins he always says um when you do stuff you try to push the limit of anything uh, there is a reason why not a lot of people are playing in this place because it's first of all it's, it's very tough Uh, second of all uh yani you have to have some pride in knowing that only yani very very few people on this earth who are willing to go to the limits you know and try to push 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 uh, i'm not saying i'm one of them i'm saying i am I'm, i'm having the ambition to be one of them having to be the ambition to push the boundaries and to be one of the best uh, people hate to say that people today are so you know uh, so yani i feel so like we are in a culture of uh, try not to hurt anybody try to be very kind that's very good but you, we should also not forget that we should be strong also because kindness on its own is not enough yani if you are only kind you can be similar to a rabbit you know anybody can eat you kindness is very good but you have to be strong also and you have to be blunt if you have a goal say your goal if you think you can be one of the best say that i think i can be one of the best i'll try my best to do that even though i'm not i'm not close right now but i think i can with time hopefully at least I, that's what i tell myself you know and yani don't feel like you have to always water yourself down and always i'm sorry i don't you know no it's okay to say your goals be kind help everybody uh yeah so i i would say uh, yani even when sometimes my parents uh, tell me yani ahmed slow it down you don't need to push that hard i tell them i don't feel as good uh, that's what i really want and i really want to go beyond i want to go further i don't want to settle for this yani what i have now i want to push 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 i feel most alive when i do that so yeah all right and actually i 
thank you so much because I actually needed to hear some of those stuff as well personally. And yeah, it was a really good answer. Thank you so much. And all right. Um, thank you to anyone who tuned in and listened to this episode. I hope you all enjoyed this one as well. Leave, the, leave a comment down below if you had any suggestions or critiques or anything. You know, the routine as usual. Leave them down in the comments or you can shoot me a DM in the personal page of the podcast as well. I'll read them all. And with that being said, uh, take care, everyone. Have a good day. Bye.